Jack threatened by Giant and saved by Puss in Boots, played by Pixie. Double role? Yes, she played Red Riding Hood as well. Blimey. Who played the wolf? Not mentioned here. The wolf changed his mind and said he would not be associated with such rubbish. And he is? The English teacher at Master High School. And did he quarrel with Bert? Yes. Told him the old panto was an ego trip for Bert. If you remember, Bert makes an entrance and exit by the trap, but other times he simply walks on stage. And was that part of the non-existent plot? Well, no. But as the producer, surely you could have stopped him. He said if I did, he would say I'd been diddling one of the school kids. You know all the scandals at the BBC at the moment, with everyone coming out of the woodwork to say they were sexually assaulted? Well, mud sticks. I couldn't risk it. I'll never produce another panto for them again. What happened to the last producer? He died of a heart attack. I heard you had a flaming row with Bert, said Agatha cautiously. Was that about the slander? Yes. Didn't threaten to kill him or anything like that? I did. So you see how terribly important it is for you to find the murderer. I'll do my best. Now, murders are usually committed by the nearest and dearest. You can forget that one, said Gareth, turning red. Gwen Simple is a saint and the son, a quiet, well-mannered boy. You know the family well. I knew Gwen before she was married. I would have proposed to her myself, but I was married at the time and Bert snapped her up. No hope here, thought Agatha. He's obviously still carrying a torch for Gwen. Aloud, she said, I think it's time you introduce me to the blacksmith. I'll get my coat. The blacksmith was shoeing a horse. We'd better wait until he's finished, said Gareth. The work used to be done by a farrier, but he died a few years ago and Harry took on the extra work. Agatha and Gareth sat on a couple of battered chairs in the workshop. Gates and railings, grills and pieces of wrought ironwork lay about them. A thin, wintry sun slanted through the open door, where hens, sounding like rusty gates, pecked in the yard outside. Harry had trimmed the hoof and was attaching the horseshoe. I wonder what it would be like, thought Agatha, to work with one's hands and never have to exercise one's brain about who it was murdered whom. I'm amazed the horse is so patient, said Agatha. Doesn't hurt? Like getting your nails manicured, said Gareth. At last, the blacksmith had finished. What is it? he demanded. Gareth introduced Agatha. Harry was a powerful man and loomed threateningly over Agatha. Look here, he said. You find out who murdered Bert and I'll shake that man's hand. The world's a better place without him. But what a horrible way to die, protested Agatha. Ah, right up the ghoulies he got it. Serves him right. Got a decent wife. No reason to get his leg over half the village. Anyone in particular? asked Agatha. I ain't one to spread the muck around now that bastard's dead. You're a detective, ain't you? Find out yourself. A thin woman, huddled in a shabby tweed coat, came into the shed carrying a flask and a mug. I brought you tea, Harry, she said. Put it down on the bench and get out of here, he said. She scuttled off, her head bent. I would like to get her alone, thought Agatha. She's been crying. 
Well, go on, roared the blacksmith. That's his work, said Agatha outside. Where's his home? It's a cottage round the back. I wouldn't go there if I were you. If Harry catches you, he'll be furious. Oh, come on, said Agatha impatiently. Actually, I've got a lot to do. Gareth hurried off, leaving Agatha glaring after him. She squared her shoulders and went round the back of the shed. The blacksmith's home was a plain red-brick building with a scarred front door that looked as if someone had periodically tried to kick their way in. The window frames were badly in need of painting. The door was standing open. Agatha rapped on it and called out, "'Anyone home?' Mrs. Crosswith emerged from the dark nether regions of the house. She had discarded her coat and was wearing an apron made out of an old sack. From her straggly...